This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Sean is still out traveling, and uh, so you got me today. And now let's get to the news. As we reported yesterday, Ford is changing how it reports its financial earnings. Instead of doing it on a regional basis, like North America, Europe, or China, it's going to report by three business units. Ford Blue, which is the ICE business, Ford Model E, which is the BEV business, and Ford Pro, which are commercial trucks and vans. And now we've got some pro forma ideas of how those units did over the last couple of years. In 2021, Ford Blue made a $3.3 billion profit, Ford Pro made $2.7 billion, and Ford Model E lost $900 million. Last year, Ford Blue made $6.6 billion in profit, Ford Pro made $3.2 billion, and Ford Model E lost $2.1 billion. This year, Ford Blue is expected to make $7 billion, Ford Pro should come in around $6 billion, and Ford Model E is going to lose $3 billion. Oh, obviously, those are not good numbers for Model E, but here are a couple of things to keep in mind. Ford is investing heavily in EVs right now, especially with the giant manufacturing complex in Tennessee that it calls Blue Oval City. That plant will not even come online until 2025, so the costs are piling up right now before it even makes its first electric pickup truck. And by the way, internally, they refer to that truck as T3. Ford says that by the end of this year, its EVs will be close to making a contribution margin, which means they take all the revenue generated by their EVs and then subtract all the variable costs, like materials and warranty and freight. Whatever money is left over from that is the contribution margin. By 2026, Ford says it will be building 2 million EVs a year and that Model E will generate an 8% EBIT margin. And because it will now be reporting all those numbers publicly, we're going to know every single quarter if it's making good on its promise. Okay, let's keep the spotlight on Ford for the moment. It claims it's kicking GM's butt when it comes to selling hands-free driving. We're talking Ford Blue Cruise versus GM Super Cruise. Sammy Omari, the executive director at ADAS at Ford, tells us at AutoLine that last year only 40,000 customers bought GM Super Cruise, while 180,000 customers bought Ford Blue Cruise. He claims that Ford's system is half the cost of GM's and that Ford customers are doing more hands-free driving. We reached out to GM for their comment, and while they did not dispute Ford's numbers, they pointed out that GM will have Super Cruise available on 22 models globally by the end of the year. And all I can say is that you gotta love the intense rivalry between these two crosstown competitors. They just love to put a boot in the other guy's face every chance they get. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility, manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.
It wasn't that long ago when automakers used to brag about how many cup holders they had in their cars. Today, it's all about how big their screens are. Geely's premium brand Zeker is showing off a giant 14.6 inch screen on its upcoming Model X. It's mounted on a rail so it can slide between the driver and front passenger. And it's got a plug for a game controller so you can play video games. The Zeker X is equipped with a 66 kilowatt hour battery, which provides 500 to 560 kilometers of range. That's about 310 to 348 miles, depending on whether you're using the rear driver, all-wheel drive version. And Zeker will officially unveil the X next month. Wow, lithium prices in China are plummeting. They're down 34% over the last four weeks, and they're half the cost of what they were in November. Lithium's now going for around $17 a pound. Analysts expected prices to come down, but not this fast. And it's all because sales of EVs in China, while still growing, are not growing nearly as fast as they were before. You know that price war that Tesla kicked off? Well, it's not just with EVs. Now, car companies are cutting the prices of their ICE cars, and that's luring customers away from electrics. Lithium prices are also falling in the U.S. and Europe, but not nearly as fast as they are in China. But you know, if you're a battery company, what are you going to do? You're going to keep on making batteries. And CATL announced it's going into mass production with a new battery chemistry it calls M3P. CATL is not saying a lot about these batteries, except that they have more energy density than lithium iron phosphate batteries, but they're cheaper than nickel cobalt ones. And it also says M3P will deliver a driving range of 430 miles, that's about 700 kilometers, though it did not specify the size of the pack or in what kind of vehicle. But if a typical EV has that kind of range, it's going to be a game changer. And one other interesting note, Robin Zhang, the CEO of CATL says, they don't see a technically feasible way to make solid state batteries that are competitive with what they've got now. Now, maybe that's a self-serving comment, but when the biggest battery company in the world says it does not see a way to make solid state batteries, we should at least pay attention. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Volkswagen Group might bring yet another brand to North America. It's already got Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, Lamborghini, and Bentley, and in 2026, it's going to have Scout, but the next one on the list could be Cupra. That's the premium brand of Spanish automaker Seat, which is also part of the VW group. They want to jump into the North American market by 2030 with electric vehicles based on the VW group's next generation SSP platform. Cupra's CEO says he believes Americans will love the automaker's design and performance, but they don't want to launch vehicles here just yet because they need to establish the brand in Europe first. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay are a great way for drivers to use their smartphones while they drive. 
but cars last a lot longer than phones, which means the car's infotainment system could be wildly out of date in just a few years. That's why Volkswagen is pledging to support Android Auto for 15 years, which is what it considers the lifetime of a vehicle. You know, we've seen automakers have to tell owners to park their cars outside because of engine fires or battery fires. But this is a new one. Hyundai and Kia are telling more than 570,000 SUV and minivan owners they got to park their vehicles outside and away from any structures because the tow hitch harness can catch fire. You heard that right, the tow hitch harness. Apparently, a short circuit can occur if water leaks into the hitch's circuit board. Poof, it goes up in flames. So Hyundai and Kia are telling owners to park outside until they can get this fixed. And that includes the Hyundai Santa Fe, both the hybrid and the plug-in hybrid, and the Kia Carnival. And anyway, that wraps up this week's reports. Have a great weekend, and thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.